Welcome to the Embrace Your Life podcast, the place to be to live authentically and simply embracing your life with your host, Kayla LQ. Originally from Brazil, now living in Canada since 2018 with his wife at the time, our guest has quite an adventurous journey. He wanted to live the dream, and that's what all began his immigration process in Canada. He had to return to college, even though he had a bachelor's degree in information systems, computer programming, and an MBA in project management. In the end of 2019, he was faced with a challenging point in his life, a divorce. Not to mention the beginning of the pandemic in early 2020. This was emotionally the lowest point of his life. He then did some therapy, began his self-discovery journey, and questioned everything and anything about his own belief, faith, values, life purpose, and so much more. Today, our guest finally obtained his permanent residence, works in the finance department at a nonprofit organization that provides home care Canada-wide, and met his lovely Canadian partner that helps him to see the life brighter and constantly helps him to improve by showing up as his best self in the world. As he would say, he likes to keep his life private because he learned that what others people don't know, they can't ruin. But exceptionally today, he wants to share his story with you in the hopes to inspire you to show up fully, authentically, and to help others to see the possibilities of a brighter future. Help me welcome our guest, Marcos Zorzi Rosa. Welcome, Marcos. Hi, Kayla. Thank you so much for the beautiful introduction. It's very nice to, to be here with you, uh, recording my, my story and sharing my life experience. For sure. So, Marcos, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what do you do exactly? Oh, it's uh, tough for me to uh, answer personal questions. Uh, as uh, you mentioned by the end of the, the introduction, I'm really private uh, with my personal life. Uh, but work-wise, uh, I'm working in, in finance at a not-for-profit organization. Uh, I have my degrees background, my school background in uh, IT. Um, computer systems, then uh, project management. And my last program in uh, the college in Canada was web application design and development. Uh, but I work in finance, so life sometimes doesn't make much sense. And we just roll with it, right? We we'll go mm -hmm. with the flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I know you mentioned that a big part of your journey is moving from Brazil to Canada. So can you expand more on what made you decide to move to Canada in the first place? Canada for me means uh, opportunities. I see many opportunities here. Uh, the immigration process for itself, uh, it provides uh, an opportunity for people who uh, live abroad and have a bigger dream or want to immigrate to go to... Uh, for, uh, as for myself, I came from Brazil, so Canada is uh, obviously a, a better place to live. Uh, security uh, is a one of the biggest points too. In in Canada, I feel safe to use my cell phone on the street, for example. Uh, I stop uh, at some place and take a picture. Uh, talk on the phone. It's some things, simple things that here um, don't even notice on the daily basis, but they make they make a whole difference in your life. Uh, mm -hmm. Like in Brazil, for example, at my 
my brothers and he has uh, bars on the windows to protect himself. If he doesn't have that, someone will try to break in through the window. And here in Canada, you don't see any houses with that. I mean, yeah, except for the prison. Stay... Yeah, except <laughs> for the prison. Exactly. But, yeah, that, that's the feeling. That's the feeling I had. Mm. I felt prisoner in my own house because when I had a house there, I, mm. I didn't have bars too. I needed to mm. hire a security company. I had uh, electric wires around the, the property. Uh, so I felt like a prisoner in my house. The place that I should uh, feel safe, I, I felt like, a, I don't know, it, it is a, a weird feeling to, mm. to look at the window and you see those bars. When I moved in here, uh, at first I found that strange. I was mm. missing the bars in the window because mm. I was used to have them and feel kind of safe for having them. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Canada, I, left, I lived in a, the first floor of a building. So I, my, my window was big and was just in front of a lawn. And there was no walls, no bars, nothing. I felt a bit exposed at first. But <laughs> now when I go to visit my family, I, I feel weird for having the bars in the window. And the other point uh, about Canada uh, is the life quality. So I, I feel like here I have a good balance between my work life and my personal life. I don't think of work on weekends. I don't think of work uh, when I'm on vacation. And it's very different in Brazil when I, from my experience there. Uh, depending on the place I was working, um, I wouldn't have calls or messages to help or to do something during my vacations or during weekends. So you, I, I could never disconnect completely from work. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know if the way that uh, the, the workplace uh, treats you here uh, is different. So I, can, I feel like I can disconnect from work and live my life. And when I'm at work, I disconnect from my life. So I can balance better both. Mm, absolutely. I know that you mentioned the work culture is quite different, but I'm also curious to know what it's like to be an immigrant in Canada and having to find a job and also keep going at your process with the uncertainty of what a PR process and I'm assuming perhaps you're working towards a Canadian citizenship, but what is it like and what's the difference, the major difference that have impacted you um, in your process and how did you overcome all of it too? quite challenging uh, moving to a new country, not speaking the language uh, like a native, uh, let's put it like that. Um, some cultural things that you need to adapt uh, are also uh, challenging. Simple things uh, from a daily basis, like how you um, open a bank account, uh, how you find jobs, how do you build your resume, how do you go to interviews? You need to make connections here to, to get to jobs. So you need to first make a connection, uh, build up an, um, a network. A network, exactly. So you need to build up a network, uh, and then you will be able to look for jobs. Uh, in Brazil, it's fairly different. You go to the, the website of the company you wanted to work, or, look for job positions that they would have, would follow them on LinkedIn. They, they use LinkedIn too. And 
yeah, you would apply directly without knowing anyone in the company. And then mm. you would be uh, selected or not for the process and would be uh, hired or not. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, as you mentioned, I am works, working towards my citizenship. Um, that's my, my next goal since I have my, my permanent residence now. Mm-hmm. Congrats on that. And thank you very much. And yes, the path is full of uncertainty. Since day one, uh, you don't know. You, you know the rules. You know that you need to play by the rules. There is mm-hmm. a pointing uh, system. So you need to do certain types of things to obtain more points. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, the college application that I, I did and studied in college here was to grant me more points towards the, the immigration process just for the, the PR. I'm not talking about citizenship yet. Um, and uh, also uh, the level of um, knowledge in English. That's also something that counts a lot of points. You have a second language. For example, you speak French and English and you, you do both um, validation tests. Uh, you can obtain even more points. Um, mm. one, one other thing that gives points to a lot of people is having a sibling or a parent that already immigrated to Canada. So you do a different process, you will have more points. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the point system uh, it can seem unfair sometimes uh, because your goal is to immigrate. Your goal is to make your life in a new place and you need to struggle to make your life go around that you need to be focused on that and sometimes it's hard you're apart from family of course mm-hmm. you miss your family um feel that with my my friends that are also from brazil when we have our talks and with time we start to forget the bad things the things that mm-hmm. made us uh, embrace this big project that was live in Brazil and living in another country, in a better place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your your memory starts to, to fade on the bad things. Mm. So you start to think, hmm, it wasn't so different. I had a good life. I had a house. I had a car. Uh, everything was good. I had my family close. Why don't I move back? Mm. At some point, this thought will get into uh, any immigrant's mind, I would say. Because mm-hmm. it, it was the place that you live in like your whole life, your childhood was there, all your memories are based in, in that other place. And for myself, after my, my divorce, I was married for eight years. And by the end of 2019, beginning 2020, I was uh, going through the, through the divorce. And yeah, that, that thought really crossed my mind many times, many more than my wanted Mm -hmm. Um, but everything would be pointless like all the work I did uh, to come to Canada study at college and going through a lot I mean I erased uh, I restarted my life when I came to Canada Mm -hmm. I I sold everything I had I didn't come with like money on the bank or anything back in Brazil to to serve as a backup or something when I came, I came, and I needed to make it work. And so all the the effort would be for nothing if I would give up and and go back. And so of course, during this uh, process, uh, I I call it as a self discovery process uh, when I need to face my thoughts and 
face my fears and also uh, think on a new purpose for life. Uh, mm -hmm. Life after the, the divorce was feeling uh, without purpose for me. It was because all my plans were, uh, I, can, I don't know if I can, yeah, I can say that like family-wise. So mm -hmm. have kids, uh, buy a house and settle down, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, life happens, people change, things happen, relationships and either uh, friendships or uh, romantic relationships, that's life. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful that I could count with my, my friends. My friends uh, supported me a lot. I did, mm -hmm. I did therapy. Therapy was very good for me too. To rethink my beliefs, to... Um, um reevaluate my my values what were limiting me and what were, what of those were uh helping me to grow as a person mm -hmm. and also during this uh and i I, uh, I can call this as a healing process uh for me was going through exercise so i started running Mm. And what was that like for you, like running? I know that you've been through a difficult time and there's a lot to unpack there, but I know that some people usually tend to go towards sports to try to reconcile or maybe find a new way to heal. And it's very beneficial. But what was it like for you? Yes, that, that, there is a phrase that I like. Uh, I even researched the who it came originally from. And it's from a poet called uh, Juvenal. It is a... Uh, Roman poet, and he mm -hmm. wrote in a book, Mensana Corporisano, that's Latin for health mind, health body. Mm -hmm. So what it, uh, what it means for me, uh, and I know this phrase for a long time, and what it means for me is that you need to find a balance between your health, your body health, and your mental health. And for me, uh, that was... The, the, the running uh, it all started with long walks and then the long walks uh, my body started to get used to that then I started to introduce some calisthenic exercises and all of this helped me to clear my thoughts mm. uh, one thing that I, I would uh, I would do uh, was uh, when I would go to, for a running was not listening to music because if I listened to music I wouldn't get into the, the music Mm -hmm. and would be with the music in my hand just running without thinking but if you don't have anything you are alone with yourself you are alone with your thoughts mm -hmm. so you need to clear them you need to work on them you can't postpone the situation you can just put a pumped up song go for running and your problems are still there you still need to deal with them and mm -hmm. for me walking or running were a big part of it and they helped me a lot. They helped me keep centered. They helped me to think clearly and yeah, see situations on a different perspective. Yeah, that, that's really something uh, important to recognize is to be with our thoughts when we're experiencing uh, emotionally heavy stuff. I think it's very important to not find the next distraction but really to embrace it and to go through it and that's truly courageous and brave of you and uh, thank you for sharing and being vulnerable and open about it because i think we all 
overlook at what it's like to change your whole life completely, leave everything behind and start a new life within that life. So kudos for you for showing up and, and opening up about that. I want to expand more on your self-discovery journey and not to go necessarily too deep, but just to kind of sum it up and maybe tell us what's one of the best thing aside from running that you've come to discover about yourself um, that helped you to, to heal and overcome your emotional pain and all of it. Um, well, at first I, I focus on work, um, being, being focused on work and trying to keep my mind busy. And uh, I was doing uh, therapy back then. And that, that was being very helpful. Uh, with COVID pandemic, everything back then was closed in 2020. So um, there was no place that I could just go for. Like my, my therapist said, there's no place that you can go to meet people. You need to make friends, go to mm. uh, a bar or something, get a beer. <laughs> and everything was closed. There, there wasn't this option here. Uh, just to put in perspective, my therapist is Brazilian, so things were a bit mm. different there back then. <laughs> and um, she helped me uh, discover a strength in me that I I didn't know I had. Mm. Uh, it's a sense of resilience, that I can overcome situations, I can overcome the hard times, and I'm capable of doing it. I was fearful, of course. I was fearful that I, w I wouldn't make it that um, I was throwing my life away. I was throwing everything I built up so far away. But no, it was a, a restart. It was a new opportunity. Uh, and the moment that the, she helped me to uh, embrace it as a change, as a reset, as a do-over, uh, things start to, to move for me. I start to see more perspective. I started to see... To, to make plans um, mm. that didn't involve it to people that involved me, putting me first, uh, getting Marcos ahead and making plans for Marcos. So that, that was a, a very important point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes we lose ourselves in partnerships and relationship often where we try to make you know, the other person happy all the time and we forget who we are at the core and we forget to put ourselves individually because we do have our, our own ambitions and dreams and vision, but it also is a lot of work so I can recognize that. And I know that you made plans initially to come to Canada here with your, your wife at the time, but what did you make out of your experience so far and what did you make out of your experience now that you are here and that you are living here in Canada? What's your next step or what are you making out of it? Uh, my next plan, uh, that was a, uh, the biggest goal in the, the whole process, is the Canadian citizenship. Uh, being a Canadian citizen uh, allow me to, to have the same um, benefits and also obligations as a any Canadian born born here, um, and it puts me in a, I'd say, a more comfortable position because I don't need to um, deal with visa renovations or anything. I'll be 
set for life, let's say <laughs> like that. Mm. Um, I'll be able to work anywhere I want. I'll be able to live anywhere I want in Canada. So yeah, that, that solves um, the, the paperwork problem. Mm-hmm. Um, my next step uh, would be study French. Uh, I have two reasons for that. And the first is uh, my girlfriend's family speaks French and I want to be able to communicate fully with them. Mm-hmm. And the second is uh, also for uh, opportunities. Um, there is m- many jobs uh, in Canada that uh, ask you to have both languages, uh, English and French. So that plays a, a big factor too. Mm-hmm. And did you previously speak any French or English prior to coming here? Do you, I mean, you're going to learn French, so I'm assuming you don't speak a lot, but do you understand French or do you speak a little bit? I understand a few words. Um, if uh, you, you talk slowly, for example, I, I can understand. I can understand more the concept. I pick up on gestures. Uh, mm-hmm. So I can kind of understand it, but I'm not able to talk. Interestingly, though, if I read, I, I can understand because uh, the writing form is very... Uh, not similar, but it's close to some kind of Portuguese. Hmm. Uh, so, yes, I can understand in that sense. Interesting. Prior to come to Canada, I need to study English. Yes, uh, I needed to go through a validation test mm-hmm. to, to prove my my knowledge, prove my knowledge in English, um, how much I knew about that, and I need to redo this test when I applied for my permanent residency. Mm. Um, it's just to show uh, how much of the language you you know um mm-hmm. so yeah as more as higher is your grade on the test uh it means that you understand better you can communicate better more mm-hmm. close to fluency on the language um so let me ask uh originally you speak how many language oh in brazil we speak portuguese it's Portuguese. Portuguese, okay. Yes, even mm. though it's South America and everyone, uh, not everyone, but a lot of Canadians uh, go for Spanish, where they mm-hmm. speak Spanish. Uh, we, not all of the Brazilians speak, but we can understand it because the, the languages are very close. They both originated from Latin. Mm-hmm. And we, we can understand each other, but uh, it's not like a fluent communication. Mm. Mm-hmm. And do you have a community of people who you keep speaking Portuguese here in Canada with? Do you have friends, family, or do you keep contact with your family to keep the language uh, going up? Yes, yes, I have uh, my friends, uh, my close friends here are all Brazilians. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, when I'm, I'm with them, I, I speak English. Not so, so much right now because of my girlfriend, she speaks English, so we... We try to be mindful when speak English when she's around, but sometimes it, it goes out to Portuguese because it's <laughs> we, we see each other, we think Portuguese. So <laughs> that's one thing. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's not always easy to learn a new language, and also like our brain goes to the default setting, as you say, when you exactly. recognize. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Marcos, I'm curious to know more about. If you were to, you know, look back into perspective of all your journey and the immigration process and everything that you've put aside on hold or even had to let go in order to build a new life, as you said, 
what is one piece of advice you can leave for newcomers or immigrants or anything really um, that could help them in their process and their journey as well? I think the biggest advice is to um, stay focused. Maybe make make a, made a list. I, I had a list of all the things that made me move out from Brazil. Hmm. And whenever I was having doubts, I would go back to that list and look at the items again to help me remember why I'm here, why I'm doing all of this, why I'm going through all these struggles, why I'm needing to go through college again. I, I risked, uh, went to college. I was 29 years old when I started again. Well, it's almost 30. When you're 30, you think you'll have your life figured out. You think you'll have your family set. You think you'll have a house and you'll have everything done. But life is not like that. So stay focused and keep your goals in mind and work towards them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. And I know now uh, on the topic of the podcast, it's all about authenticity and showing up and being your true authentic self. So I just want to take a little moment here and actually, um, you know, maybe tell the world that Marcos and I are in a relationship. So Marcos is my partner and I'm super proud of having him on the podcast because a little glimpse into our, you know, our conversation prior to the podcast Um Marcos did not want to show up and do it. And I'm super proud of you for being here and being real and being open. And to have this conversation with me, uh, it means the world to me. So thank mm -hmm. you, babe, for being here. Thank you, babe. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for, for having me here, for encouraging me, highly encouraging me. It, <laughs> it means a lot. <laughs> uh -huh. I had to, to give him a few, few cups of coffee before this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee keeps me alive. Uh, and, and you know uh, the, how private I am and how I like to keep my life private. So you have a sense of how hard it can be for me. But thank you very much for encouraging me. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much for being here. Marcos, I just want to ask you the real ultimate question here. So if you could leave the listeners with a piece of advice on how to live their most authentic life, what would you leave them with? I would tell them to um, keep focus on their dreams, uh, work towards their, their dreams, take action on their future. We can't predict anything. Uh, life is full of surprises. You never know what will come up to you. Uh, but if you have a dream, if you want to do something, you need to own it and you need to um, find the ways to make it happen. You need to really own it and take action. So um, the advice would be to like, not wait to things happen in your life magically, but put work on it, do research on it, find ways to um, whatever project you're doing, if it's a project that needs finance, go find a way that you can finance it, go find a partner um, alone, whatever, uh, but do stuff, don't, don't like just sit and wait we need to own our futures um that's the the only way i can see um dreams coming true like for me when i uh, when i was just dreaming about immigrating and dreaming about living in canada but not doing anything it wouldn't happen there was no chance that wouldn't happen but when i put um and i sit and i started to write the plan i started to 
think on all the outcome, uh, need to leave the job, need to sell the house, need to redo life. And I, I started doing things and the things started to happen. So my dream started to get closer, to get brighter. And yes, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's really wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing this piece of advice and also wisdom from your own experience. It's truly lovely to hear it. And it's true. Just chase the dream and take action. That's the biggest yeah. part and takeaway that I take from this is take action on your boldest dream and keep dreaming also. Don't stop yes, dreaming. Big, small dreams. Everything is needed. So thank you so much for being on the show. And if people want to stay connected with you or learn more about maybe the immigration process that you've been through and might have questions, where can they find you at? Of course, um, they can, you can find me at uh, Instagram as Marco Zorzi. Uh, I'm on, also on Facebook and LinkedIn as Marco Zorzi Rose on my full name, uh, on LinkedIn and Facebook. And on Instagram is just Marco Zorzi. So yeah, people can reach out and ask questions about how was my immigration journey or anything. And if I can help, I'll be glad to help. Great. So I'll make sure to put the links in the description below so people can stay connected to you, learn more, ask questions to you, or even just simply connect and maybe even speak Portuguese if they're missing people in their network. Yeah, who knows? Portuguese too. <laughs> <laughs> or French, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll start French. studying French, so I need to practice. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's a great pleasure having you. And thank you for showing up authentically. Thank you so much, Kayla. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Also, head on over to our website, embraceyourlifepodcast.com to learn more about how you can live your most authentic life. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember to embrace your life. <laughs>